I actually did a survey about like, how do you know if someone is trustworthy? And like, I posted like a hundred people answered and I posted like the top five most common responses. And like, I think number four or five was, how does this person talk about other people who aren't there? Like, are they gushing about them? Are they talking shit? That's like one of the the most common answers. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host, and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. All right, you guys, so Tess and I ended up talking for so long and covered so many different things that we decided to split this episode into two parts. So if you haven't listened to part one, please be sure to go back and listen to it and welcome to part two. Okay, so something you just said, like asking good questions, and I think that is so important just in being a human, right? Being a human that connects with other humans, whether it's in dating or not, I mean, in business, you name it, like asking good questions is so important. What are some of the like best questions to ask in the like early stages of dating somebody? Besides you, tell me about your best friend. Yeah, besides like the best friend. (laughs) Who would do a TED talk about you? (laughs) So this isn't quite the answer to your question, but it's, I have another thing, like there's a couple of things I've done. I would say it's like a few things I've done right my whole life and didn't know I was doing, but it works. And now I'm like, I get it. And this is like a second, another one of those where it's like, how do you get people to open up to you and really feel comfortable and share with you? So you can actually get like juicy details to ask them even a good question. And I've learned that because my brain is sort of like a Ferrari bicycle brakes and I just say things. I've learned that if you like go right into a date, or any interaction. Like I met a new friend that was a girl the like last weekend in this, like I did this night. That's when I really clicked. It was like, you just tell them like something really personal right away. Like not something you're uncomfortable with, but something like personal that like shares something about you. So like, you know, telling them about this like beautiful experience you had the day before and just like go on a little story because that like get, sets the stage for them to like open up to you. And then you can ask questions. So it's like, how do I get past the small talk? And like, do you like this yeah. food or do you like wine or, you know, it's yeah. like, just tell them a story. And like, if you, you know, like the next level, like the intermediate or I guess advanced level, if it's intentional with like, what is it that I want to share about myself? Like, for example, it's like the other day I met one of my clients for the first time in real life with his like puppy and his girlfriend. And it was like the most magical thing in the world. And like, you know, we had the best time and it was like beautiful. And we all cried and all this stuff. It's like, it's like that shows stuff about me in certain ways, as opposed to like, you know, something, I mean, I had a, a lot of interesting stuff happen to me lately, or I always kind of do, but that's because I want it, you know, it's about being open to that. But 
sharing like a story that's personal doesn't need to be like vulnerable and like you know like I'm not comfortable like with it. something that like means something stuff, right? to you yeah and like or something that you've been thinking about or like like I met this girl like last week and I told her like literally in the first five minutes like something that my therapist like we were talking about that was like super personal and she like started tearing up because it like landed for her and it gave her a lot of clarity and also she's super empathetic and was like oh my god that's so sad and like and then after that it was we were like right away good friends that's how you get from like zero to close is like you do something yeah. like this because when you share these stories like some, they're going to relate to you in some way and feel the meaning of it and then the conversation just flows but then when it comes to asking questions I think the thing that people again it's about no vagueness and like open loops is about asking specific questions so even if you don't know what a specific question is it's like who what when where how why specifically like I love my job it's like what specifically do you love about it most and if there's still that's too much for them like oh I don't know it's like give them options like maybe it's like the creative aspect like I know that you're an artist or like do you really enjoy working with people it's like you just you know what I'm saying so you can like give people options and keep just like and then something will land and they'll be like oh I love working with people. And then they'll tell you a story about some person they work with and how like amazing that was because you told them this other thing. And like, does that make sense? It all just kind of like flows. Absolutely. Another question that got submitted from, and we talked about this a little bit, but submitted from somebody on Instagram was around how to spot love bombing and the difference between love bombing. I've been love bombed. Oh, same, same. Absolutely. And the difference between love bombing and pursuing or like a man who really knows what he wants and is direct, like how to spot the differences between that love bombing energy and like direct pursuit, assertive energy. Yes. So I can speak to my experience for sure. And like, just in general, I think, do I feel secure or do I feel like the floor is about to fall under me? Yeah. It like, is it, does it activate like Sometimes, although sometimes we have patterns where no matter, even if it was healthy, we would feel that way. So it's about kind of like really getting to know yourself and asking yourself, like thinking about like, you know, if that is the case that you're somebody who like all of it is a lot for you. Asking a better question is, is this the kind of personality I like to date? Like that's healthy. Like there's other kinds, right? Like maybe I like someone who's a little less direct or like, you know, like, is this the right kind of thing for me? And maybe if it is, but I'm still feeling, I can't tell if I'm afraid because I'm being love bombed or because it's like genuine. Like, do I have any friends that I feel safe around that I have like this person? I, do I know any public figures that I admire that are kind of like this Do Like have like a reference point. It doesn't have to be yeah. someone you dated where like, who do I, like someone that I like in some way, even if I know them or not, do they act this way? Like, how does it make me feel versus this? And like, maybe like compare that to past experiences. Like, is it different? And like really start to track these things. Yeah. Love bombing for me, like, because it's happened so many times is like how I know that that's what's happening. And sometimes like I've been in situations where it's like, there's almost like mutual love bombing because it's that like kind of toxic connection. So it's like, oh my gosh, this, this chemistry is so great. Oh my gosh, I know, I know, I know. And it's like the first date, which like sometimes those have been really beautiful connections, but they didn't work out. Right. And right. oftentimes I think the love bombing that happens at the beginning, you're like, oh yeah, that was an indication of like a lack of compatibility or, or just not a good sign in some way. Not that it always turns abusive or anything like that, but for me, love bombing, when I notice that happening and when I can think back to the handful of times when it's happened is does what this person is saying to me, right? Like one, 
how much time have we been connected? How many times have we seen each other in person? Because I've had love bombing happen twice before I even met the person, right? Within like the first 24 hours of texting where they're talking about future stuff together, right? So that's one thing for yeah, me. Yeah, it's like, does this person vote fear? Yeah, it's like they're talking about future things way too fast of like, yeah, yes. well, like I can see us like going on a vacation here, which may sound like, oh, fun, like imagine, you know, like doesn't seem like a red flag. Right, but it's like, if you're not comfortable with it. Exactly, but if you're like, wait, you've never met me in person. And while yes, our texting- It's like, you don't texting, even know me, you might hate me. <laughs> right, and I've had those kind of conversations with these two men I'm thinking about in particular, where I'm like, where I go- hold it. Well, I'll say that sometimes. Like if you feel the need to tap the brakes like that, like really quickly. That's how I figured out. That's what it was for me is like, I was like, I, this is going too fast for me. And I actually said something about it and it was just like bulldozed over. And I was like, well, maybe. So it was like, I had this like really good love feeling, but at the same time I was like terrified. And I was like, I don't know where it's like, do you know where this is going? And is that the speed you want it to go? Right. So yeah, if you feel like you need to tap the brakes or say like, hold on, slow down, right? Like that's a sign that it's love bombing. If somebody, again, like I had two men within 24 hours be like, I had one who was like, oh, you're going to be my wife. And I'm like, LOL. Like I was like, ha ha, like one, you've never met me slow down, buddy. You know? And he's like, no, I just, I know, like, I can already tell, like, I know these things. And I was like, what? That one was the like super narcissist. And then Another man, even just a couple of weeks ago, who wasn't saying anything like that, right? Of course, but would talk about like, oh, well, I'm probably moving in a couple months and I'm going to have a place over here. But like when I come back to visit LA, like I'll just stay with you sort of thing. And I'm like, sir, we've been texting for 48 hours and we haven't met yet. Like, and so that's where sometimes I'll even say like, yes, I get that our connection right now over text and phone call is good but you've also never met me. So we don't know how this connection is going to feel in real life. We don't know what our chemistry is going to feel like and our energy is going to feel like together. So how are you saying that? It also shows you a lot about the person's standards. It's like, if they don't fucking know you, it's like for all, you know, like if they're that, you know, just because you spark the right things, it's like, damn, you have no standards. Yeah. Or like insecurity, right. And a control thing and it's manipulative. And then, but then there's, then we have our own shadows of like, well, there's a part of us that actually likes it. That's actually something really important. Like what within me is attracting this? Because it, this doesn't happen to everybody. It's happened to both of us. But like, you know, it's not like a thing everyone deals with, right? And it's like thinking about like, how do I like stop the leaks in the container? Yes. And I, I mean, I told you, I went down a big, did a bunch of shadow work in July of this year to really look at my relationship with narcissism and like narcissistic abuse, narcissists I've dated, like all of that. And was like, well, this is a pattern. (laughs) Cause again, it's like, why am I attracting this? Why am I attracted to this? Right. And what need is this? Like what in this in those dynamics, is that doing for me? What am I getting out of that? What am I trying to get out of that? What need am I trying to fulfill all of that? And for me, it was like a lot of worthiness, like wanting to be chosen, like wanting to be, oh, so much self-worth, right? And loving to be the game changer for somebody, right? Like, and I've been that in many relationships, the one that like, oh my gosh, like been the one who was like the love of their life, right? And then broke their heart sort of thing. So I've been that type of what unicorn or whatnot. So I'm like, oh, this has happened in what I would say were relatively healthy relationships, 
Right. But yeah, so that like, oh, I'm the most magical thing you've ever encountered. Like, I'm like, well, of course, because why wouldn't I be, you know? And so when someone right out of the gate gets that way, I'm like, well, yeah, this just confirms that I'm a fucking magical. <laughs> it just confirms how special I am. <laughs> and just confirms how special I am. And then I'm like, wait a second. But them doing that also confirms how like not grounded they are and how impatient and like insecure and whatever is going on at their end. Right. And so, yeah, yeah. so I would say like they, talk too seriously, too fast. There's too much. And this is they bulldoze over your boundaries. If you actually say them or just don't bulldoze even over boundaries, don't respect boundaries. Don't. Yes. And too much future talk too fast. Right. And also like pet names too fast. Right. Like this one guy I was talking about who would like to, Oh, if I move here and like I'll just stay with you. Like, cause like, you know, and I'd be like, whoa, like we haven't even gone on a date. How do you know you'd want to like even see me in six months sort of thing? He's well, just, you know, I'm just saying hypothetically. And I'm like, yeah. But then, and then it's like, the shadow is like, well, it's so, I must be so magnificent that I'm like, I just yeah. give someone five minutes and they want me forever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and well, like, I, I totally get you. And like, it comes from, yeah. Fear of like, well, if people only knew the truth of like how unworthy I am, then they wouldn't stick around. So my therapist was mm-hmm. like the bomb she dropped him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that yeah. it was it felt very liberating because I was like, you know, and starting to like build yourself up from like a place of just not needing that in order to know yeah. that this is true. And yeah, the love bombing, it's the timing is the really, I think for me it was like really yes, big when one. it's too fast. Yeah. Serious talk, labels, future stuff too fast, and pet names. Right. Like, so the, this guy I'm talking about, like who was like three weeks ago or whatever, who in literally 48 hours of texting and phone calls, like we had texting phone calls. And because it was that kind of like narcissist energy, like, so like texting and phone calls a ton in a 48 hour window before we even met. And he started dropping the word babe and baby which like on the one hand, I'm like, okay, sometimes people, I think more with women will sometimes just like say endearing terms like that to everybody. Right. But like that yeah. for me was like, I was like, why are you calling me baby? Why are you calling well, me babe? And not like just like a random one here and there, but like starting to use it of like multiple times. And I'm like, we've never met. That is not a word for me yet. Like this is weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like, it's also just about the part that's really, it's the reason this it's so scary is because you find yourself losing yourself and also seeing that this person isn't like some people, if you lose yourself around, like, you know, maybe your best friend or someone you feel really safe, but like, you can be like that around them and you know, it's going to be fine. But like, if you're losing yourself in a person who's like dangerous and like, I don't know what's going to happen to me, but I'm still doing it. And then they seem to be losing, like lost. They've escaped themselves too. It's like this feeling of like, we can't, there's no control of what's about to happen. Like, it's like, we escape ourselves. Yes. And the person around us, not a safe, is not able to take care of that. And then it's like a loss of control over ourselves. Yep. When we feel like we're losing control of ourselves, that's a really good way. So even if you are afraid, even if the healthy person that's being just like, you know, I like you ask yourself, like, do I feel like I've lost control of myself? And if I did, yeah. It's like, that's like, I think a good actually way to like, think about yeah. it is the control. And I think like healthy pursuing energy with a man, cause this was a question submitted from a woman who dates men, like healthy pursuer, direct 
energy from a man. And what that looks like is you mentioned it. He will respect your boundaries. He will be very clear in what he wants and how he feels about you. Well, register you as a, a person, even if you, I mean, you should tell your boundaries, but even if you didn't, they, they should have an awareness that like you're a person, like have that like sort of compassion or empathy. Yeah. And if you're like, whoa, that feels really fast. He'd be like, okay, well, I just want you to know how I feel. And if that feels like a lot for you, like I'll slow down. Right. Or like, he'll want you to be comfortable and feel safe in that energy. And it's like, are they even comfortable? Like, do they even know what they're doing? It's like, also, yeah. Like, does this person like fucking know what they're doing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, another, I think this is like such a obvious red flag, but because I'm like thinking about that one guy who was like, yeah, it was like a 48 hours. And I was like, nope, because he ended up showing serious insecurity because it was so funny. Like, Texted me super late one night. And again, we've been texting and having conversations a lot. Texted me super late one night saying like, oh, are you in bed? And I said, yes, with like a yawn emoji. It was like midnight or whatever. And then the next morning texted me something of like, I forget like if it was a good morning or whatever. And I was doing stuff. And so I didn't answer it immediately. And not even like 15 minutes later, I get another text from him being like, if you're around at all today, like, and you want to talk, let me know, like I might have some time sort of thing. And again, I was like doing stuff, getting ready, all of that. And I get a follow-up text, like within minutes. Hey, you know what? If you're not feeling this anymore, you can just let me know because your energy has completely done a 180. Like, so I'm like watching the like fucking implosion of insecurity happen. And I was like, my response was literally, are you being sarcastic right now? Like I was so confused. And he was like, he called me we ended up talking. And I was like, he was like, yeah, your energy completely changed. Like last night when I asked if you were like going to bed and you just responded, yes. And I was like, what? And so he like, and I'm like, okay, well, like, tell me how you're feeling or what's going on for you. Right. And he could have like, closed the loop a little better, but like, that's also crazy. <laughs> like, it, Well, it was like I said, yes, yawn, whatever. Like, sure, I could have, yes, I could have been like, yeah, I'm going to bed. But like, as in like, it's like you could like, he like fucked up way more, but like in the future, you could just be like, I'm going to bed, bye. Yeah, well, and I wasn't like, he didn't even respond to that, right? I didn't. It is good to know though, that you now know what happens. Like, cause you don't really know who someone is until you've seen all of them, including their dark side, which is the thing. Yeah, but I was like, that wasn't that out of the ordinate, right? He didn't send a follow-up talk, text like, oh, you want to talk or something like that. Oh like, yeah, okay. I wasn't shutting down texting, right? That I was like, yeah, I'm in bed, yawn emoji, right? And so like, I asked him, I was gentle, kind, like, okay, tell me what's going on in for you. And he was like, well, it's just so obvious, da, 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 da. And like, your texting has been different. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And I pull up my, t- he's like, it's just been different, so clearly different. And I'm like, like, he said something like you always, and I was like, sir, we've been texting for two days. There's no always here. Oh my God, okay. Yeah, I was like, you don't know me. And then he was like, well, just look at your text messages to me. And I go, okay, I am. And all day yesterday, which is what you're referencing as me doing a 180 and how my energy toward you, I'm like, I actually texted you more than you texted me. And the majority of your responses were like hearts and thumbs ups to my texts. So I don't feel like I was texting you or showing up any differently. And I didn't feel like anything had changed. So I'm not sure what you're feeling on your own. He goes, oh, well, okay. Then like, if nothing changed, like that's fine sort of thing. And I was like, oh, but at this point I told, he was like, okay, well, no big deal then. Like he like all that. So he had this like 
insecurity spiral. It sounds like you guys are just, it's like texting just a text to feel like valid, you know, like, like I want attention. And that's something I've like noticed about myself and like with clients and stuff. It's like, sometimes it's like asking yourself when you send a text, like, what is the intention of this text messages? Like, is it for me or is it for them? If that makes sense. It's like, Sometimes I've noticed, I'm like, wow, that was just me like wanting attention. <laughs> like, yes. Which is fine. Which it can be, it's totally fine. Like I literally like do that. Like sometimes I'll literally text like my friends, like I want attention. Hi. Like no joke, but you know, like, but to be aware of like why you're doing it, if it's coming from your heart, if it's coming from your ego, if it's coming from fear and like, exactly what you're trying and like trying to only like communicate like, yeah, in an aligned way. And then see what you know like it, that's sort of really like what texting like I think brings out or like the questions that like how do you text it's like yeah and I would say like I was so like I was like oh I was showing up like really like well in that dynamic like all that and I was like but he on the phone when he was like oh okay well like thanks for sharing that okay no big deal well whatever like sort of thing and he was like well like let's move on and I literally said I said well you know what actually like unfortunately I'm gonna end things here now because that whole dynamic, like what's happened in the last 24 hours felt very familiar to past dating situations, past relationships. Like, look at you expediting. Right. And I said, and not in a good way. Take care. (laughs) I was like, Oh, this is not, I was like, this is crazy. Beautiful. It's like, it's cool when you see like that, this would have taken me like two years and now it took a day. Exactly. I'm like, Oh, I saw the signs and I ended it real fast. And another red flag about this man too, which I think across the board Every, he had so many stories about crazy women he had dated. Like, oh my gosh, I did this crazy girl. I did this crazy girl, crazy girl, crazy girl. Cra-. And I was like, huh. And I, I even like in our conversations, I'm curious why you're attracting so many crazy women into your life. You know? And he's like, oh, like, I don't know. Da, 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 da. There's a lot of crazy women out there. Maybe it's and I was like, you're the crazy. Exactly. And I said, well, the common denominator there, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Y'all pay attention to that. If someone has only crazy yeah. stories or crazy exes, fucking red flag, you know? That's actually like reinforces the point about like, you know, telling that like how to get to a deeper conversation and learn about someone right away and like skip all, and then ask questions. It's like the stories people tell, especially when it's like voluntarily, you know, like if they just bring it up, but any kind, it's like, it really shows you their values, what they care about, what's on their mind. I actually did a survey about like, how do you know if someone is trustworthy? And like, I posted like a hundred people answered and I posted like the top five most common responses. And like, I think number four or five was how does this person talk about other people who aren't there? Like, are they gushing about them? Are they talking shit? It's like, how do you, that's like one of the the most common answers. And one more red flag and specifically about this man, like so many things happened in just 48 hours. And I'm like, wow, wow. Boom, bang, bang, bang. What? Nope, nope. That I think would be helpful for others, especially if you've, attract or find yourself attracted to narcissistic type of people. So this man and I connected on hinge and I had a question in my hinge profile. That's like, where should our next get our first getaway be or something? And I put like my current top three places I want to travel to as options, right? Like me knowing that if a man sees that and thinks like, Oh, she's just looking for a sugar daddy to take her on trips. Then like, okay, like one, no, that's not where I'm at you know, but if a guy is thinking that then I probably don't like want to connect with him anyway. Like I want somebody who wants to travel, right. Like, and who would want to see places and go on things. Right. I'm not expecting that, but anyway, so like, that's one of my things. And this man said to me, he was like, so I sent a screenshot of 
that question on your hinge profile to some of my friends. And they all said, I should absolutely not match with you and not talk to you. Da, 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 no matter how hot you are, because like, and I said like, Oh, what? Because they think I'm like looking for somebody to like be a sugar daddy and spoil me and stuff. He's like, yeah, exactly. But I still wanted to like, see how you were for real for myself. So it's like, there's so much happening there. One, I'm like, one, why are you like talking about me already with your friends? We just matched literally like today, you know, two, why are you telling me this anyway? Because you're telling me your friends said, ew, no about me basically. And three, the manipulation of that, of being like, well, all my friends said, I shouldn't talk to you because you seem like you're spoiled and stuck up. But I decided to get to see for myself, oh, bless your heart for giving me a chance, right? Like there's so much happening just in that little thing. And I was like, huh, interesting, <laughs> like, you know? So wow. even that, it's like that backhanded compliment or back like fishing for a compliment by kind of putting you down, like that kind of shit, absolutely not. It's kind of a tangible point, but this is another way to see the like red flag friend thing. It's like, if you're afraid to introduce a guy to your friends or your parents, if like the idea of it is not exciting or delightful to you, then that's probably a red flag. Yes. Like, you know, like if people who want the best for you, if you're like, I'm avoiding doing this or like, it's going to be horrible or whatever, like that's so good. Yeah. Although this guy, like this wasn't his, that he obviously, I'm just like thought that that was a useful thing, but it's not about you and your like awesome friends. Right. Exactly. But, like, but I agree. Yeah. Like the, it's like nervous. people reveal a lot about themselves through like stuff. It's like they show, don't tell kind of thing. It's like, you can learn a lot mm-hmm. about people by like how they speak about others themselves, the tone, like the things they care about, like all this stuff. It's like, you can actually yes. like learn a lot of shit without. Yes, asking. absolutely. Okay. I know we've been talking, like I could keep fucking going. I have two more questions and then we'll wrap it up. I do have like useful piece of feedback for you. That oh, you- to receive it because yes you mentioned you're like guys like don't want to attract guys who um you know they're like you know well we're going to hawaii next week we just met maybe you should change the hinge prompt to something that doesn't lead the mind to that because that might be why it's happening uh well i already shut down hinge oh, well, yeah. i like had it open for a week and well, then in the future just avoid something yeah like well but for me too like i think that's super valid of like oh if i don't want guys to jump to that real quick but my thing is like, oh, I don't expect a getaway like within the first like. Right. Week. But it, it's a bit, you have to think about like with dating profiles, which is a good topic. Like, yeah. like, and Hinge is my favorite app to use. Like I, I highly recommend it for anyone listening. Like yeah, the prompts, it's like, it's not actually, it's, sometimes it's not even about the prompt. It's actually about your answer. It's like about like, if I read this, like you can even ask your friends to tell you, it's like, where does someone's imagination go? When mm. you so it's like, yeah. Where could their mind wander? Like, for example, if I put a photo of myself in like a private jet with no explanation, where in like, you know, then yeah. that, that lead, an open, it's, it's an open loop in a certain way. So it's about when to use open loops in a way that's strategic to the things you actually want to attract. Yeah. Like, so I wouldn't do something like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. I actually don't go on private jets, by the way, but like one day, <laughs> just so you know. I mean, yeah, no, I like that. I think burning man that's helpful. other people, but that's it. Well, and absolutely with creating a profile, it's like, okay, how, what does this communicate? And yes, based on what I think it communicates, is that how I want to be perceived? It's almost like before you make the profile, like think about like, what are like three to five adjectives? Like if some random person saw this, like, what are the words I want people to describe me as if they didn't know me? Like this person's like, kind empathetic. yes but you'd say and then orient your whole thing around those adjectives like start with the what is where do you want their mind to wander basically 
Yes. Yes. I like that a lot. Anyway. Okay. So two final questions. Mm-hmm. One is, do you have any, cause in like some of the social media content I've been following around like divine feminine dating, like all that kind of stuff, like calling your partner and things like I'm seeing a lot of women talking about like, Oh, waiting three months before you have sex or something like date for this long before you, like, I'm like one, three months. I'm like, I'm telling you the what? like society is like have is like trying to make everybody lonely and sad. I'm not. Yeah. I was like three months. That's insane in my opinion. Right. Do whatever you want. But do you have any like rules around like how long you should wait to have sex or rec- not rules, but like recommendations or things like that. If you're wanting a committed relationship, right. Cause if you're not wanting a committed relationship, go fucking wild. Right. I think it should be customized to like your needs. So like yeah. You know, like one of the best relationships I ever had, which was like my Italian boyfriend when I lived in Italy and I was 21, we like definitely banged like the first time we met, but like, and it was like wonderful. But then, you know, t- the person I am today, like 10 years later, I'm like, at this point in my life, like I need to have, like, I need to have a real connection with someone before it feels good to have sex with them. Like I enjoy sex, but I don't, it's not something I desire from someone I don't like really know that well, or like just met or don't feel like good about and like are safe around rather certain yes. Not in the sense of like, I need to marry them, but so it's about like really listening to your body and actually respecting it and not betraying yourself and losing yourself in another person. So it's like, if you're like, I'm comfortable doing this, because the thing is like, you can bang someone on the first date and end up marrying them for sure. But it's about the energy. It's about like, where is this coming from? And like, were you betraying yourself when that yes. happened? Like, what do you actually, what does your creature organism actually need to show up in a way that has the energy of like, I'm looking for a committed relationship. It doesn't actually matter what you're doing. It's about why you're doing it and like the energy. Yes. Yes. And like, like actually respecting your own boundaries. Because the thing is, if you don't, and it's a new person, it's like, you can't trust they will either. Like, you know, that kind of like trust. No, it's like stuff just takes time. Like trust takes time in that real way. Like where you really, really trust someone. Like you can meet someone and know they're like, you're going to know them for the rest of your life. You know, like a lot of my best friends, like I honestly is like, I knew like the second I met them, no joke, but it took time to actually, for it to really get to like a point where you, it's like it time really shows. And I like to think of relationships. It's like, I don't like basing it on the actual amount of time, like months or like years. It's more like hours. Cause sometimes you can spend like every day with someone. Yes. Right. It's actually about hours you spend yes. rather than that's what I would like length. before we hit record. I was telling you about this new man that I'm seeing and how our first date was a breakfast date. And then we ended up spending the entire right. day together. That's like three dates in one day. Yeah. Right. And the volume, like the amount of time we've spent having phone conversations, like hours and hours and hours where it's like, oh, and it feels a, good. Right. Exactly. It feels good, grounded, healthy natural, easy. Like I'm not getting any of that, like attachment energy. And notice how you, you don't feel that in like this other guy that you were texting. You're like, I'm busy. Yeah. So with that, I'm like, Oh yeah, it hasn't been that long that we've been talking, but the amount, the quantity and quality of Mm -hmm. our time together so far and our conversations, like is way more than a lot of people do in a month or two months, right? Like sometimes. So yeah, so I, I would agree with that, that I think it's like, depends on who, like it's unique to each person, whatever that timing is, that boundary is. It takes time to really know someone in that kind of way. And like, it's just, you need to have experiences with them where you see all sides of them, not just the sides they want you to see or like that you like. Yeah. 
Like, cause everyone has a dark side. We all have some crazy monster inside of us and some people's monsters, they don't have control over and some others they do. It's about like, how willing are they to work on it? Like, what is it? Is it something I can live with? Cause we all have it. Everyone has something. Yep. And it's like seeing yep. how it manifests and like, what is it? How does it affect your life? And like, what, you know? Yeah. It's like, you need to see all of it, not just the good stuff to really know somebody. All right. Last question. And then you're going to tell everybody where they can find you and how they can work with you. Okay. So what do you think if he wanted to, he would sort of statement? Have you, you've, I'm sure you like, like, can I get a specific example? See specific. Oh, like this is an example of a specific question. So I guess. So yeah, I well, I just don't know if you've like heard that phrase, like flying around social media or anything. I just want to make sure that I understand like that. I'm not thinking of something. Yeah. So like, okay. If he wanted to take you out on a date, he would, if he wanted to right. So it's like that. What is he saying versus what is he doing and like making, Oh, well, like, I know he's really busy with work. So he hasn't had time to like take me out, like making excuses for men, not taking action, not following through whatever it is. And then be like, wait a second, like a man is going to prioritize the things that are important to you. So if he wanted to, he would, where I've heard different things, like I've heard, And to a certain extent, believe that like, yeah, if he truly wanted to more than he wanted to to do other things, he would make the time. He would find the time. He'd find the energy, whatever it is. But also like if someone's dealing with like mental health stuff, if they just have like a ton of huge things going on and it's like, they feel like maxed out at capacity. Like it may not be about whether he wants to or not. He just may be at his threshold, right? It's not about you. At, yeah. So in that case, like some, a lot of stuff that we take very personally is not actually about us at all, which those of us who like to be special, like, you know, <laughs> like, you're like, what? I'm but, a unicorn. But it's true. It's like, yeah, like a lot of anxious attachment style stuff, I think comes from a place of making it about them. That's not, and then avoiding it's like, yeah, because it's the avoidance. Like, this is actually about me, not you. You're smothering me. It's like funny. But anyway, um, to answer that question, prioritizing time and like, you know, if he wanted to, he would and like mental health. So I think with mental health stuff, yeah, it's like, it's actually not about you at all. Literally couldn't be less about you. And it's about like, am I, do I, the what capacity do I feel good interacting with this person? And like, also what's good for them? Like, just fucking listen to that. Like, my, as my mom said, my mom gives great dating advice. She's like, you know, my, she's been married for 36 years. My parents are like very stable, loving marriage. So like, I also have experienced what it's like to not have like the drama and all the crazy. I've had good relationships too. But she said like, if someone tells you something bad about themselves to believe them. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like something that's like, this is me throwing myself under the bus. Like it's true because why would you do that? You know, like, unless there's like a reason that's not like, that's like personal or something. It's like, you should listen to like what people say, like in that sense and take it seriously. Like they might not have the capacity and they might not be able to deal with you, like your emotions back and forth, like feeling bad and like your ego. It's like, they can't deal with it. Probably like, honestly, they don't have the bandwidth. It's true. Yep. Yes. All right. On that note, because seriously, we could just wait, like, no, but I have a really going. good answer to the priority wait. question, the time question. Okay. So yes. Do it. Okay. So I am fortunate enough to know some very extraordinary people that are like, and when I say that, I mean, people who like are doing things on like millions of people level scales that are like really helping the world, like in very exceptional ways. I have a couple very, like a two, a couple of my best friends are like on that level. Like, and I like have seen, and I've understood something about this because they're the busiest people I know, like that I've ever personally met. Yeah. And I know a lot of fucking people, <laughs> very social. Like, I don't know anyone busier than them, but the thing is I've learned 
I might not get like, I have never not felt like a priority when I'm with them because they are like my two of my best friends, but like people like that are exceptional prioritizing time. If it's a priority. So it's like, you know, those of us, like we're probably, all of us are probably less good at it. It's like, it's a skill, but because of having this, these examples that are very extraordinary, it's occurred to me that like, none of us are too busy if we actually care. Yes. Honestly, like mental health. Yeah. I understand. Like if you're going through some shit, yeah. Like listen to that person. But like, when it comes to this person too busy for me, no, like the other day, it's like Justin Trudeau literally went to a person he works for is like personal funeral, like employee, he, like somebody works with the president of Canada went to a funeral for someone he personally like works for in the middle of a, a hurricane, like record breaking. Like I learned this and it's like, if Justin Trudeau has time to visit somebody works with his family during a funeral in the middle of a record breaking hurricane for a couple hours, we can all prioritize our time a little better. And so if you actually care, you have time. <laughs> the ends. I, yeah, I agree with that. Like if it matters enough to you, you'll figure it out. Right. Or you'll communicate effectively and in a way that like makes up for it, right? Make a plan to like make up for it or whatnot. Yeah. Or it's like, you'll tell people, it's like, yeah, the people I know that are very busy, that they'll tell me when they get back to me. It's like, I, since I've had these examples, it's like, I just, and like that, like happened to have learned that as well with like, a, I don't know, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> but it's shown me like that these people, yeah, it's like, we are not too busy. So if yeah. to answer your question, if he wanted to, he would probably, yes, it's true. Yeah. All right. On that note, everybody, first of all, can you tell everyone where they can find, well, how they can work with you. And if you have programs that people can jump in on, how, if they're curious about working one-on-one with you, all of that, what you got going on and how can people get what do I have going involved on? with you and I love how it. find you online? Yeah. So at the moment I do one-on-one, but I am a lot of good stuff in the works, a lot of courses and stuff, but anything from like, I want a dating profile and like, you know, one session to like, I've worked with people for over a year and like, yeah, I've exclusively done one-on-one for like eight, nine years. Like I've worked with over a thousand one-on-one clients. It's like, so it's a little bit different, I think, than most coaches. Like I've had a very unique experience. So I really like have enjoyed getting to know people and I am expanding, but at this second it's one-on-one and yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing. Gonna be lit. We should do it. If if you're feeling called, let me know. I'm at Tessa Mac on Instagram. My website's like basically everywhere. Tessa Mac. It's pretty simple right now. It's just coaching Tessa Mac. That's it. But it's beautiful. Yeah. And so want to change your life and have your mind fucked while you get your dating profile made amazing. Let's do it. It's like you might come for your hinge profile, but you'll walk away questioning your life, but in a good way where you actually have the tools to like make a big change. Yes. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for all of this today. We like really went, we went in. I have a feeling we're going to break this into two episodes. (laughs) So I'm like looking at the time. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, this gets to be two. I'm like, I haven't, we could talk forever. We're both so like chatty and have all the things. Seriously. And you guys, fun fact, I think that this is like the third conversation we've ever had or second. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like this proves you can, you don't need to do small talk. You can get right into it. Just just start talking about your shit. Like exactly what do I talk about? It's like, just talk about the weird thing that happened to you this week or what you're talking about with your therapist. Like literally just tell people things and they will yeah. open up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. On that note, everyone go 
connect with Tessa and thank you so, so much for all of this. This was so much fun. Thank you. And um, remember, close those loops, create certainty in your life and ask great questions. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you. Because the world needs more of your magic. Yeah.